When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celtics, you're listening to Causeway Street Podcast on Causeway Street. What up, what up? Boys, we're back. Another season of Causeway Street, another Celtics season. We How are we doing are, today? We are back. What's up? It feels great to be back, doesn't it? It's like yes. we never left, you know. What's how long's it been? Three months, four months? Way too long, man. Way too long. About three months. Long summer. About three months. Long summer. How's how's you guys' summers? Good, good. Joel, it was good. Fun? It was good. You got a Martha's Vineyard shirt on, so you know. Is that, did you go there this summer? Or? I, negative. I did not. So. No. No. Homebody. What about you, Sean? I did a ton of crap this summer. Yeah. What'd you do? I don't. I'm, I can't tell it on the radio. <laughs> it was that good? Too many people looking for me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're back with a brand new season, of course, because the Celtics are back in action next Tuesday. So, of course, we got to recap the offseason, the uh, the new players that they've added, and, of course, the uh, handful of rookies that they drafted. So uh, let's get right into it, guys. We'll also talk about um, uh, how good this team is. We'll make a few predictions about how they look on paper. And we'll also talk about uh, Media Day that happened last Friday and some of the quotes that were, uh, that were, that were thrown around throughout uh, the organization and throughout the players. So start it off, uh, guys. What, what do we think about these rookies? All right, we, we got Terry Rozier, we got uh, R.J. Hunter, and we got second round pick uh, Jordan Mickey. Now, all three of these guys, they they look pretty good in the summer league, but of course, the summer league isn't always the uh, best way to, to to judge your your rookies. But it was the only thing that we had this summer to to look at. But uh, what, what was your first impression, Sean? What do you think? Well, let's not get too excited about the summer league because I think Seth Curry was the MVP of the summer league, so. Let's uh let's cut those cut that uh off real quick. But no, I I okay, first expression of um Rozier, I think he's going to be a project. I do, but he's got a lot of upside. Really rose up the draft board, so I didn't mind the draft pick. I mean, it was a, a little early for him to go, but I think he had a lot of teams behind you that wanted him. So, I I'm excited to see Rozier. I think you get a shooter in RJ Hunter. I don't know if it's much more than that. Right. But Hey, I'll take it. They need they need a little bit of they need a guard that can shoot. That you know, right now you got Thomas, but other than that, no one else on the team is really lighting it up like offensively only. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I like the draft picks. I I give, you know, Danny's draft picking 
Yeah, he's always good. I, I don't know. I don't think they whiffed on anything. Well, most people thought that you could actually switch those two guys between R.J. Hunter and Rozier. A lot of people, I've heard people saying that they would have liked to draft more if Hunter went first and Rozier went late. Right. Late. Right. So, but I think but, this team is huge on Rozier. I think they yeah. liked him a lot through their workouts, and they think that he's going to be someone that can, you know, be a, a, a facilitator on the court. And that's exactly what they need in, in terms of a backup. You yeah. Know? And one thing, Just too, behind Marcus Smart. Rozier, the Spurs were very high on Rozier. Really, so I didn't know tells, that. That tells you a lot. Oh yeah, they were. If that, I saw so many, uh, a lot of people that are saying that he's not going to fall past the Spurs. I mean, into the second round, but you know, obviously he was taken at sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Drew, what do you think? A lot higher. Who do you like out of those three? I think I like Rozier. Uh, he's the one that um, I, I think he showed fast improvement from game one of the summer league until you know the playoffs. Yeah, because he looked awful game one, right? Yeah, right. he did. Yeah. Like the first two games yeah. weren't. Obviously, he can shoot. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, RJ Hunter is another. He's another shooter. That's what uh, he's known for. You know, he's he's gonna he's gonna have to battle for his for his minutes. You know, you got someone like James Young who's also trying to prove himself. Yeah, so. that James Young's got to be looking at that pick of RJ Hunter and being like, "Ooh, I gotta get my act together quick." Right, because that was his role. That's right? his role. That, that That's was supposed they... to be what why we brought him aboard to Seriously. to uh, you know have that outside threat and. I you ask me right now, between the two, I, I think I like RJ Hunter in terms of his shooting, his shooting ability, pure shooting ability. I think RJ Hunter gets the uh, gets the edge over over uh, yeah, over but, Young. But Young also has a year in uh, he's got a, he's got a year in his pocket already. Right. Uh, I mean, Hunter sort of has the same knocks Young did. You know, not big enough. You know, muscular muscle wise. You know, maybe a little soft on the defensive end. And Stevens won't put up with that. I right. Mean, you know, so I I think you're gonna see definitely. That's a that's a a story to follow this entire right. year is the battle between James Young and RJ Hunter for that shooter off the bench role. Right. That's something we'll also get into later on in the show, which is uh, what he what he said, what he had to say at media day about uh, gaining weight and about you know taking it to the hoop more and being able to not only just be a shooter but be someone that can also get to the free throw line and and finish strong. And Brad Stevens says that he's impressed with how uh, James Young has put on weight and how he's uh, become stronger and ready for this upcoming season. Well. Between these three rookies, do you do you see these guys making consistent trips back and forth between Boston and Maine this, this upcoming season, or do one of these guys actually stay up here and and stick with the team the entire season? There's a chance. I mean that uh, Rozier could stick. You know, see, we got to see how he handles the ball, mm-hmm. able to run the offense. But that's in the a most real important game. thing. I think when you're looking at Rozier, yeah. I'm if I had to make a prediction out of the three, I think I'd see him being the one that stays up here and kind of fulfills Pressy. what Pressy yes. was last year. Yep. Exactly, so one that can come, come in. in. Yep. If you're in foul trouble, he's gonna you know eat up some minutes for you. He's gonna pass the you know uh, pass the ball around. You know, uh, maybe even score a few layups here and there, but you're not going to get a whole lot scoring wise. But defensively, he's not that bad of a defender. I mean, he's going to need some work, obviously, but I think that if he can um, continue to work hard, he could end up staying here for most of the season. Actually. I mean, he fits the mold of a Boston Celtics guard. Right. He's gritty. Exactly. He can defend. Right. He may not be the best shooter, but he's fearless, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think. He's quick, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely quick. So, I think that uh, you're going to be looking at Rozier. Staying with the team this year, but RJ Hunter and Jordan Mickey, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're making a couple trips back and forth. Plus, the team is just too deep. Yeah, like if they came on last year, they would have some solid roles, some solid playing time. But right. you added every, you added, you know, front court depth. You already have back court depth, mm-hmm. so it's going to be tough for them to crack some playing time. Well, after the uh, all the speculation that we had at the end of last season about the upcoming free agency, you know, who are the Celtics going to eye? Who were the big splashes they were going to sign? Kevin Love, did we get him? No, we didn't get Kevin Love. No, we didn't get 
Uh, take a safe to say we can close that chapter. Right? Yeah, we can close a chapter on, on love for good. We can hey, close a chapter what? on Greg Monroe. You know what chapter? Still close open a chapter on who? who? Boogie. Boogie chapter is still open. It's still, it's still open. It's like it's, two pages left in that book. It's two pages left. It's not coming anytime soon, but it's still open. There's still a window of possibility. For those of you who can't see me, obviously, I'm shaking my head. SMH because Boogie no. Cousins will not be a yeah. Celtic this year. Jo- Joel really gets upset with my uh, Well, not this year or ever. I'm not saying ever. I'm just saying not, not this, this year. year. Not this year. All right. When he, when he punches George Call in the face halfway through the year. Hey, I mean, there's <laughs> been reports. Talk. There's been reports lately that, you know, they're, you know, sleeping over each other's houses and whatnot. <laughs> Slumping and, oh, bodies. Geez, you know, they're roasting marshmallows and, you know, and, and, and Rondo's the one that's making this all happen. So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Rondo's, Rondo's hosting these little parties. Yeah. I'm kidding for those who actually want, are looking this up. <laughs> YouTube and slumber yeah, parties at George. <laughs> I feel like if anyone has to, Rondo has to be the one to initiate that because he's, he's the one that's, that's the question mark down over there in uh, Sacramento oh. as to getting along with the rest of his teammates. Side well, note on the Celtics, though, that Sacramento Kings team needs to have a documentary on this season. They need to just have hard knocks. They need to be the new association. Oh my god. It should be them. Yeah. Yes. Hard knocks. Seriously. No, they no um oh, sorry. The all the moves that all the moves that they made though, it's like I think they're all in just for this season, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's fair to say that yeah. they're, yeah. they're like, let's see what happens. That's their whole that's the mentality right now. Right? Yeah. So Karan that's, Butler, that's uh, why I don't think Kufus, right? Dude, yeah. jo- Josh Close Smith, to Kufus, they have battered. Josh Smith should have went there, man. Why, just to add more to, to the he was thinking about to the it. fire, oh, add more that, gas to the fire. Yes, that would have just been awesome. All right, but we did get two guys. We got David Lee and we got Amir Johnson. It may not they may, may not have been on anyone else's list in terms of free agents that the Celtics needed to chase. Yep. But these are two guys that can come in and definitely contribute. These are two guys that are going to be in your rotation, and in my opinion, these are two guys that are, you know are going to be are going to average or if not double digits, close to double digits scoring wise. They're going to rebound. You know, that's something that the Celtics could always use because they're not, we're not the, they're not the best rebounding team. And these are two guys that aren't necessarily, you know, you're not stuck with for the next two to three years. This okay? is, this David is, Lee has one year, 15 million, mm-hmm. and Amir Johnson has an option for next year. So they're not necessarily tied to these two guys. It's a team option, right? Team option, right. They're not necessarily tied to these two guys well, I mean, let, for let, a long time. Let me start by saying that um, David Lee wasn't, you know, uh, a free agent acquisition. He was a trade, right? So... Um, right. I okay, think yeah, I right. think for what they gave yeah, up, <laughs> Gerald was. I think for what they gave up was yeah. like I, I think I, you know I don't see I don't see why a lot of uh, um a lot of people are not talking more about this. Yeah. He's only a season removed from being an all star, being a double double guy. Right. Last year he had he had injury um he was injury prone in the beginning of the season and mm-hmm. then coming coming back they didn't want to mess up the chemistry that they right. had. Right. Like the, the Warriors didn't, they didn't want to mess up the chemistry, or or you know Steve Kerr didn't want to mess up. Right. Um, having you know Bogut for the first time being healthy in his in pretty much his career, and then you had Plus, Draymond Green took yeah, off. Yeah, and then right. Draymond Green just took off as well. So well, when you look at that championship team, you know you the the first four names that come up aren't David Lee, you know, yeah. but the guy can still play. Yeah. And I think he, he's not that far. Like you said, he's not far removed, too far removed from that All Star season that he had. Yeah. I mean, we went to. The playoffs last year with Brandon Bass filling this role. Mm-hmm. Now you have two people that are better than Brandon Bass. Right. Uh, Amir I mean, Johnson I, is better, right. and David Lee, if he stays healthy, will could. I, I mean, he can average a double double easily. I mm-hmm. think that I think David Lee. You know, call me crazy. I think David Lee could start on this team. I think he. I, I think agree. He can. I, think I he agree. Can. He's, he's back in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Who else does he really have to deal with? Well, actually, I don't think front? he should. Sorry. I'd like to see him be the starting but, our, but, starting center. No. I don't know. 
The only thing that worries me about David Lee is his defense. Well, and I mean, no, no one, no one's ever said that you know he's been a defensive presence. No, but right. he's a rebounder and he's a scorer, right? right. Which I think works perfectly I, off the bench. And he's a, he's an underrated passer as well. Yeah, he no, he offensively his game is altogether. He's like a him and Kevin Love were sort of like the the two power forwards that were dominant a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. Western Conference. But the thing is, is David Lee can't shoot outside, can't shoot the outside shot. So, yeah. but. We don't need him to on this team. Well, I mean, right? yeah, he we just got, we got he a literally couple, we, just needs to rebound. That's it. Yeah. The Celtics have a couple of those already. You know, right. right. You got you know Jared Sollinger and you have um, Olenek, who mm. you know could see they could be also on the way out. Who knows? You know, it's, right. it's a lot of a lot of options. A, exactly, and that's one of the things that that really I'm interested in seeing what will happen this year. Is there is so much depth? I mean, you look, you bring in Amir Johnson, David Lee, when you already have Zeller. Sellinger and Olenek. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at that, and then don't forget the, the small forward. Don't forget Jarepko. Yeah, Jarepko signed again, and the small forward Evan, spot is locked down with Crowder yeah. there. So Kevin Turner too can can play the, the two and the he's three. He can play the three too. And the so, one he can right. be you know pretty yeah, much. I mean, there's going to be. I, I think that I really do see a lot. Oh, the roster will not look the same. Oh, absolutely come, not. Come no. trade deadline. I no, mean, no, I no think chance, there's, right. there's going to be a lot that. of moving parts. Yeah, yeah right. I wouldn't be surprised. Does Isaiah Thomas start? Question real quick. Ooh, we could do a whole no. show on that. I would say. No. I don't think he should, but, you know, he, he thinks comes he off the bench and he finishes. I would finishes say the games. you should give Isaiah Thomas the decision. You should, you should if he wants to start to, to begin the year, I would give him the starting role. He's Why, your best though? player. He's your best player. Yeah, but he's so also the best thing, six man in the in the right, league. Right. But one thing you don't want to do is get him. Not according to the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, which, well, well. The, with the way the Lakers are looking, I think Louis, Louis Williams is going to start. So I guess that puts him in the in first place, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because right. he finished second, right, last year. Right. right. But right. but with Thomas, I would say if you want to start, we'll try you out in the starting role. You want to keep him happy. Yeah, right? but why would you mess with Marcus Smart's psyche like that? Well, Marcus Smart. I mean, why is Avery Bradley locked in for you? No, I'm saying that you have. You can't start Marcus Smart. And oh, you mean Thomas. putting him at the two? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, because I mean, no, because Isaiah Thomas is a defensive liability because he's there's right. But Marcus every, Smart, everybody's taller than him. Marcus I'm not Smart saying... can defend a two. I think Marcus Smart can probably defend most twos in the league. I'm saying yeah. you have a bunch of guards that don't really have a spot. Well, that's right? gonna be the that's gonna be. The tough, one of the toughest decisions that Stevens has to deal with night in and night out. Because well, that's the, that's the problem. Those three guards that you have between Marcus Smart, between, uh, Avery Bradley, between Isaiah Thomas, all three of those guys, you're going to have to decide if you want them at the end, at the end of the game but, or if you want to do the, you know, all three. And then, like you said, he's the defensive liability. Yeah, but if, if you, you can't put them all three, if you, all three of them in. If you ask me out of those three guards, who I see staying, who I see leaving or getting traded, I think Avery Bradley is the only one. Out of those three, in my opinion, that could, could leave. be dealt, and could you know dealt. what? You know Kid, why? If, you know why? Because real quick, he's a shooting guard in a point guard's body. And what is his? What is his? His specialty? He's a, he's he's defense, right? Yeah. He's that's he's on ball, one of the best defenders in Locked the league. Lockdown backcourt, right? And he scores, right? He's been he's been developing a, his, his shot, but that's it, like. What else? What else can he do? Yeah, he's not a ball hander. He's he not a ball. He hates really, it. He can't really pass the ball that well. But no. I mean, his contract. He's not a rebounder now. His he's... contract nowadays is a pretty tradable contract. Yeah, eight mil a year. When we signed that, we said, "What the heck are they doing?" Mm-hmm. But I mean, the salary cap shot up very high. 
So if a, if a contending team needs, you know, if if their point guard goes down or their guards go down, I mean, you could they got enough backcourt depth that they can trade anybody. So I wouldn't be surprised if anyone left. But uh, going back to Thomas, I think he's a starter. I think you should put him in the starting role. He's your best player. No, nah, because then you weaken you weaken the bench. You just said you just said you wanted Crowder. Now you're saying you want Crowder and Isaiah Thomas starting. So then, what's our bench look like? Well, you get so much depth. I mean, okay, if you have the starting lineup of now, this is how I would do it. I'm not worried about Marcus Smart's psyche yet because he's only a second year player and he's going to get plenty of minutes. My starting lineup is Thomas, Bradley, Crowder, Jared Sellinger at the four, Amir Johnson at the five. That's who I'm going with the start. Nah, you got to put Smart in there, man. Because think about it. Smart, he's – you have to give him a chance to go through a training camp, go through preseason, start start an entire season at the point guard position, which yeah. is something he hasn't done yet. No, and I – Last year, Rajon Rondo came in healthy from game one, which no one expected him to do. And I just feel like Marcus Smart, you have to – you have to almost let him fail before you take away that role. You, you get, get what I'm saying? Cause like, yeah, well, he's the, he was a top draft pick. They, he's the future. Right. And, and I think he does a good job. And I think, if he didn't do a good job, then yeah, take him out. But I think he's a good starting point guard. I'd, I'd also, I also, Whoa, smart. Yeah. I also think that him and Thomas can coexist I mean, on the starting line. Defensively too. and, I mean, you, you throw him into that spot, but I don't think he's a point guard, to be honest with you. But, Marcus Smart isn't a point guard. Why not? No, I, think, I just think no. He can pass the ball. Uh, he's a point guard. He can guard. I think the best is. any no. best point guards in the NBA. He can guard them. Oh, he can he's guard. That good. Them. I'm not saying he's not. He's not. He's not. A, he's a guard. Yeah, he's, but he's he's Chauncey Billups when Billups came into the league. Chauncey Billups. It took him how many years to actually become a point guard? Yeah, but he's got better defense than Chauncey Billups. Okay, but we're not talking. But but like we're not talking about defensively. We're talking about offensively. Can he run a team? Yes. Yeah. He can run an offense. Yes. He did not do that last year. Right. Well, he was a Evan Turner team. did that last year. But that's that's my point, though. Get Let him go through a training camp, go through the start of the season. No, just, you know, this this will be his first time going through that. And I think that he's ready to take on that role. I think he's that good of a point guard. Yeah, he's not going to score 20 points per game, but he's going to lock down the opposing point guard night in and night out, and he can distribute the ball. Yeah, that's fine. You know, with little he, turnovers, he did that. He did that last year, but he didn't really run the offense last year. No, he really didn't run. And the I don't offense, think. And I don't think he's going to run the offense this year, to be honest. Well, I think what I'm saying a, is that he he should get that chance. That's a honest, role that they want him to get grow into. They want him to right. grow into that exactly. role. If you, Second if you year trade, development. But if you trade Avery Bradley and you want and, and Dutra wants Isaiah Thomas to start, so that means you're you're throwing in you're throwing in a, a smart as at the two, and you're putting in a, Isaiah Thomas at the one. Well, I think the nah, good thing the one. The smart thing, is your only true point guard. Yes, I think the good thing only is, true point guard the Celtics have is smart or smart. It's a good we don't know problem. what Rozier is going to look like. So right, it's well, a good problem to have for if you're Brad Stevens because well, you're looking well, at you have a bunch of versatile guards. I think we're getting knocked down into like the one and the two. Like who's going right. to do what? But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Though. You have a lot of versatility. It's there. like what Steven says about yeah. there's there's guards, there's big men. There's the, he doesn't he doesn't break it down into like position. you have to be a point guard. Right, you have right. to have this responsibility. It's more of a flowing offense where okay, we're going to ride the hot hand, and they have a bunch of people a bunch of guards and now with the addition of lee and johnson you have a bunch of depth in both areas so if something's not working you can switch it on a dime which i think is going to be very beneficial i'm glad that we got stevens running this instead of some no-name schmuck coming in there like vinnie del negro or something like a a, something (laughs) stupid like that just gonna mess it all up so i I, yeah i think it's going to be a very interesting thing to watch all right let's shift our focus to the front court here now um again like i said from the top at the top of the show it wasn't the big name that everyone expected the Celtics to get out of free agency, but if you on paper, Amir Johnson is someone that is statistically your best rebounder right now for the Celtics. Yeah. 
Um, I've always liked he's Amir a, Johnson. He, he's, uh, a, he's a locker room guy. The Toronto Raptors that. were big on him. What do you mean? I still think Sanjay's your best rebounder. I mean, I'm saying on paper, statistically. You know, you know when when rebounds they, per game, he yes. he's, he averages. No one averages more than he. When they than him right when now. they signed Amir Johnson, you know, Sullinger immediately went to the gym and just started jacking up threes. He was like, "This is my <laughs> chance. Shouldn't. I'm just going to be from jacking that. up threes all all year this year," which I'm worried about. And plus, he didn't really lose a lot of weight, which I mean, he lost maybe four pounds, maybe dude, five. I don't know, man. Some, so that's that's what I'm, that's right, exactly maybe, where I'm heading into. Well, maybe he didn't lose. How all, is this going to break down in the front court? How is it going to? Uh, How's everything going to, to 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 pan out between Sollinger, between Lee Johnson, Zeller? Okay, maybe maybe Sollinger didn't lose a lot of weight, but he does look better than he did last year. I I agree. To right? That. Is yes. that fair? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Well, he looked maybe, awful last year. And maybe and maybe his problem isn't his weight. Maybe it's his conditioning. And there's a difference where people don't 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 discuss. The man for someone carrying a lot more weight can move pretty well. Are we, are I we agree disagreeing with that. with that? Yeah, I mean, is that is yeah. that fair to say? Um, I mean, he's not Pablo doesn't Sandoval. Pass, doesn't but, pass the eye test, but he can move. Exactly, like he's not Pablo Sandoval, like who you know, everyone's just like, oh, he's fat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. How the hell yeah. can he run? He doesn't no. pack lips there. Dude. Yeah. Nor is he big baby. Sullinger, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sullinger around the hoop is by far, I think, the best front court player we have. The Celtics have. Okay. I okay. think he's got soft hands. I was afraid. I didn't know where you're going with that. They're going to say like one good. of the best in the league or something. No, 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 I was like, no, hold on, no, no, hold no, on. But yeah, okay, I can agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he gets in the paint, yeah. When he, yeah, exactly. When he gets in the paint, he gets his ass but, in the paint. But we're talking about you're you're discussing. You're saying um, that Amir Johnson is the best rebounder on paper. Yeah, statistically. Okay, but I still I still think Sullinger. I think Sullinger. That's his spot to win. Yeah, and we've seen that. How many games did we see Sullinger in the last two years where he's put up? 16, or, or he grabbed 16, 17, you know, rebounds right, in one night out of nowhere and then went back to yeah. right, re, uh, Which is pulling the, down seven or eight. And that's the biggest question with Sullinger. It's two things. Can he stay on the court and can he play consistently? Because sometimes you look at him and you're like, wow, that is a top five power forward in the league. Mm-hmm. And then the next night he'll disappear, which was the problem last year. Last year was at the beginning of the year, everyone looked at it and said, this could be Sullinger's team. This is his chance. And then what does he do? He comes in out of shape and he can't finish the season. Or he misses, you know, yeah, but two, I, half of the season. I think I think the body type that he has, no one really noticed that he was, quote, unquote, out of shape until it was brought up by Danny Age. I mean, a during, couple, I mean, I, you could tell, you could tell from the beginning. Like could it, you, it, could it, you really though? Could yeah. you really though? My mom could What tell. about, what she, about? <laughs> my yeah. mom pointed that out to me. Okay, real quick though. What about, what about someone who, uh, someone like Marcus Thorne? Didn't he look fat to you? Yeah, he was definitely yeah. but, chunky too. But we no talked one, about that a couple of times. But yeah. I mean, but no one mentioned that in the media. You know what I mean? Right, because I mean, yeah. If Danny H, I think if Danny H, I'm not saying that he called them out, um, to, to, to shit on them. He, he called them out because he sees potential in exactly. this kid. Exactly. That's exactly right? what so, I was but, but if Danny Age doesn't say anything, this is not a conversation we're having. Well, I mean, if, if Jared Sullinger isn't supposed to be one of our best players on the team, this isn't a conversation that we're having. Like, no one ever really cared that Big Baby was fat, right? Mm-hmm. Because no. they were like, all right, that's, that's seventh that's... guy off the bench. But, but if Danny Age went to the media and was like, you know what? Big Baby needs to lose some weight. And, then, and that's, exactly, that's, that's what that's happened. That's what happened. That's and what happened. Was it year two or year three? They were like, it's in right. his contract. That he needs to, which no one knew about that. Yeah, that he's got to be at a certain weight. Right. So if Danny doesn't again, if Danny doesn't bring it up, no, we're not talking about this. Uh, no, well, I I agree with you. Well, at media day, he talked about his um his sessions with 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 John Lucas. Uh, Sullinger also talked about how he made uh, consistent trips to Houston, spending two weeks at a time 
That's, uh, that, that's a crazy story, by the way, not to cut you off, but, you know, right. John, John Lucas, like, um, I read up a little bit on him. I mean, I remember him from the San Antonio days when he was a coach. But did you know about all that, the drug abuse thing? No, I, no, I had no I don't idea. know if it was because I was, like, eight when he was in the NBA. No, Maybe that's I why didn't, I didn't know about yeah, all no, that. Really? I didn't but, know yeah, that. But, he, yeah, he, he, he struggled with uh, substance abuse. And he, he was nearly the... kicked out of the league for good. Yeah. I know he's got a nice stash, though, right? Yeah, 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 that's him. Yeah. That stash is on yeah. point. Bald, bald in the stash. <laughs> yep. Still has it, right? It's great. I think so, but. Yeah, he still has it. I haven't seen a recent picture, to be honest. So, Sandra went. To Texas after an intervention that he had with his family up in up in Ohio. These aren't good words to be talking about. I know, right? It's not. It's crazy. It's not, but it's a great story because he's not only is he talking about it, but he's really excited for the season. Sonja talked about how he went to Texas. Man, he, he didn't have to, open up. He didn't have to open up about that. He went, he went two weeks in June, two weeks in July. Uh, spent almost the entire month of August in Texas working out with John Lucas, and he feels like he's he's in like Joel said, he's in the best condition he's ever felt in the NBA. So. Right now, we just play the waiting game and see what he looks like. Because see, let's, if he, let's, let's just see what happens. If he even looks anything like he did, his, just the energy-wise, like he did his rookie season, right? then I think we're in good shape. Because what he the when he first came in the league in that rookie year, when because I, I guess Kevin Garnett was you know pushing him, he was a guy that you looked at and you said, wow, this guy is going to be a stud in the NBA. Yeah. Double-double machine. Consistently, and he's only going to get better. He's going to take over when you know KG leaves. Right, exactly. Kind of right, which I think. And after yeah. that year, it's been downhill well, year after year. I think KG had a lot to do with it, though. You know, if you have KG riding you every single right. day, and then he's gone, and then you're on your own, you're saying, "Well, you know, I did so well." Right. It's, it's an easy thing to slide. Well, into. I mean, I think everyone on that team. I think even Brad Stevens alluded to it at the end of last season when they were like, what's the difference between year one and year two? He was like, I think I lost the team, you know, at the end of the year one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right? No one was listening to him anymore. And he's like, you know, it's only so much you can do, so much you can say. How do you amp your players when you're in a losing season? Right. Mm -hmm. If you've won friggin' 10 exactly. games. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then last year when, you know, players actually buying into what you're saying and they see results, it's a big difference. But yeah. And even at the beginning of last year, too. I don't, I don't let's, think... not, let's not forget. I mean, last year wasn't all, you know, unicorn, unicorns and lollipops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it was tough at the beginning of the year because we had, you know, you had a very tough schedule. You had a lot of young guys trying to work into the system, and they had to buy into what Brad said. But, I mean, you're right. And it was a and lot of losses, too. No, but at the same and a lot of close losses, too. That, yeah. that was a frustrating Which is the thing. Yeah. But with all the changes made and, and, and the Celtics pushing towards the playoffs, you you don't think you don't think you know Sandra would have just said F it I'll just wait until next season right and he looks like, at he looks every, at it everyone's too. like yeah everyone's like oh he's done for the season even he was like I'm done for the season but he you know he, you are seeing all this all these changes and all these the you know success. good things happening yeah. success and he's like you know what I want to be a part of this yeah but you don't think the playoff run has something to do with it though right no, but that's I, what I'm saying I think it would have been it would have been very easy it would have been easy for him if the Celtics don't make the playoffs or or if the Celtics make moves that they're they're more designed for next year or AKA this year. And they don't see them making the playoffs or 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 other teams slipping down like mm -hmm. like Indiana and 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 Brooklyn. They right. Were, things fell for the things Celtics. Fell, right things yeah. fell for the Celtics in the in the at the right time. Right. And and Sollinger and Sollinger was one of those guys who was just like, no, I I, I want to be a part of this, and I want to yeah. be a part of this long term because right. this dude this dude knows he, what he's doing. He you know he made me believe. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I I really like about sort of switching the topic here off Sollinger, but I, I mean. Sellinger was last year our best rebounder. Mm -hmm. Still wasn't enough. I mean, you look at the Cleveland series in the playoffs. If you had to put one thing other than LeBron James of why we lost that series, it was defensive rebounding. rebounding we yeah. couldn't get a friggin' rebound. They would you get go third, out, third, third chances, fourth chances. Yeah, yeah, right. You go out now, you sign David Lee, 
You said Amir Johnson, yeah. who aren't going to wow anybody, right. but they're also not going to let t- Tristan Thompson get 30 friggin' exactly. offensive rebounds right. on them every game. You've, so, you've filled a void. That's a, that's, right. and, that's and a the huge Celtic, void. And you think about it, we haven't been able to rebound mm-hmm. even when we were winning championships. Exactly. This is the first year they really went out and said, rebounding is some, is a need of ours. We're going to fill this need. We're going to put money into this and fill this gap. So, I'm, I mean – that's huge for the Celtics and improving on what they did last year. Now you just got to get all your other moving parts back to where they were at the end of last year and, mm-hmm. and improve on that. So. But I think I think this year's focus um, more than last year. Well, well, kind of to piggyback on from trading deadline on to into the playoffs is defense, right? Right. That's Brad Stevens what what he wants to accomplish with this team, no matter how many players go in and out in terms of transactions. Defense. Defense is number one. They're gonna. They want to run and they want to play defense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what's gonna be. Well, as one of the best defenders on the team, speaking of defense, and the longest tenured player on the team, Avery Bradley, uh, he had some interesting uh, things to say at media day last Friday. He actually talked about the Celtics making a trip to the NBA Finals. He says that is a realistic goal, and it's something that he thinks that if they work hard enough and that they if they buy into Stevens' system and continue to work hard as a team, that is something that that can actually happen. What do you guys think about that? Is he setting the bar too high? Is he, you know, is this wishful thinking? Or do the Celtics what actually have a chance to knock see, off the Cleveland Cavaliers? Well, see, well I, if he I, plays, yeah. if Amy Bradley plays the way he did in the playoffs last year, no. Because he yeah. played like ass. Well, yeah. I mean, last year he, I mean. He averaged, he averaged in four games, he averaged 12.3 points and shot 26% from the three-point line and 38% overall. Yeah, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. But, I right. mean, also he, you know, he was also – Trying to, I mean, he didn't. He didn't even play. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't remember him playing all the time. They were putting. You know, they were switching it up, which is, you know, get Thomas some minutes, Smart some minutes. You know, Evan Turner some minutes too. So, yeah, I think. But the thing is, though, why are people going to get on people at the beginning of the season saying we're going to win a? Cha- we're going. It's a goal for us to win a championship. If it's not a goal, why would you even be playing the season? What do you right. like? You know what I mean? Yeah, let yeah. him say that. Yeah, yeah, let him point. get his. Let him yeah. get his team riled up. I mean, if he comes in with low expectations, then we're all saying, "Oh, wow, you know, why, why would you, why wouldn't you say you?" If he said, if somebody asked him a question, "Can you make the, you think this is a championship team?" What, what answer would you give him? You know, right. he's gonna say, "Yeah, this is a championship team. We can make it." So, I love the enthusiasm. What do you think the ceiling is for this team? I know it's really early, but super early. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Go- I, 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 I haven't seen a preseason game. But yeah, yeah, I want to see him all on the court. I can't believe my dumbass missed the open practice the other night. Totally forgot about it, but I want to see you really this. Really dropped the ball there, Sean. I did, dude. It's, uh, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I, would, I told everybody I would have ended up in Waltham anyways because I'm that big of a dumbass. But <laughs> not the Garden. No, not Waltham. the Garden. I would I would went straight to Waltham. Uh, but I want to see this. I'm interested in seeing preseason. Okay. I want to see how this team looks. Where the roles, like how people slot into roles, because right now it's a lot of speculation. It's a ton of speculation because it's just names on a piece of paper. But is it safe to say that the Suns are a better team than last year? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I mean, you look at the upgrades they made. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, if I had to make a prediction on how this season is going to go, I think that you shouldn't, you really shouldn't be looking at anything other than the sixth seed or higher. I don't think they need to sneak into the playoffs like they did last year. You know, a lot the a lot of the Eastern Conference didn't make those huge moves. You know, the Heat got better, yeah. But other than that, those teams that were around there, I mean, Indiana got Monte Ellis, like, you know, a couple different uh, moving parts there, you know. But right now, the goal should be 
an Atlantic Division crown mm-hmm. because you're going up against the the Raptors as the only other team that's going to compete with you there. I don't think it's a goal, but I think it's um, in terms of people watching the Celtics. I think that's something that can be obtained. Yeah, I, I think I don't think. To be honest, I don't think last year the playoffs were even a goal. I think it just oh, absolutely it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. But well, they see themselves. Yeah, it's a good thing. But now they got more expectations too. Yeah, right. that's true. I think no, no. I don't think the organization has expectations like you know the higher ups. I think fans right have expectations because of what happened last year. Because that I went was to the, fun went to the first round last year. Mm-hmm. This, you know a lot of fans and a lot of um, people who have been watching this team for a long time said, you know what. Maybe they can't knock off the Cav- the Cavaliers, but they can win a game or two. Yeah, which was right. and I mean, which I, was I th- tempered I thought, expectations. Yeah, I, I think we thought we thought it was realistic. And I think that the expectations this year that you know they're gonna make it back into the playoffs and that they have a realistic chance of taking the Atlantic Division. I don't think those expectations are super high. We're not saying championship here. No, I, don't think yeah. that, I don't think they're too high either. I, I think that those are very tempered expectations for the way this team performed last right. year. You have the additions in. Brad Stevens, third right. year. And you, you look at the core. You didn't really lose much aside yeah. from Brandon Bass. But Brandon Bass at the end of the year, really, he wasn't, he wasn't right. too much. Well, no, my, my, point, is, my point is, is that, you've like, like you said, you've added those two guys to make up for Brandon Bass. And if you look at the rest of the rotation from last year, right. they're all here. Everyone's yeah. back. Everyone's back. Everyone's back. you got rookies. you got... Two big free agents that are helping on the front court. I am pumped up. I'm ready for the season to start. You know what? It's too bad that the NBA uh, made that new rule for the playoffs because if the Celtics win the Atlanta division, they would have uh, been a top four seed. Uh, I know, automatic, right? Yeah, automatic yeah. top four seed. Well, that's the reason. That's the reason why San Antonio was a six seed last year, and that's the reason why Doc Seriously. Rivers was complaining about having to face San Antonio exactly. because they ran ran out of gas and when when he faced uh, the Houston Rockets. But still, though, like they. They dropped the ball, man. But that's a whole different story for a different day. All right. So, who's the number one player you want to look for at their role in the preseason? Number one guy. Oh, that's a good You're going to be watching. One guy I'm going to be watching. Um, I think it's got to be Sollinger. It's got to be Sollinger. Uh, I think his his uh, his role is going to be very important to this team. And if he's not able to to prove that he's you know gotten better or that he's going to have a a good season. I think he'll be coming off the bench. I really do. But my prediction, though, is that he he'll start. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna live up to the expectations. So you think Sullen just fighting for a starting spot? On I this think team? he's fine for a starting spot on this team. I wow. really do. Yeah, I do. That's crazy. I don't think it's a guaranteed spot, and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's good for him. That's really good for him. Actually, it's gonna keep him competitive, and I think these uh, these veterans are only going to add to his to his development. He's got to stay away from Tasty Burger, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, how about what about you? Who are you looking Who are you looking at, Joel? Um, player wise or player wise, number one player you're gonna watch in the preseason, um, to see where he, how he plays. I mean, I, I think I mean Sway kind of stole my thunder there a little bit. But I, I like I will. I'm, Let's I'm, be creative. I'm dying to see Jared Sollinger, <laughs> but I'm also I'm interested in seeing um, new the new additions like David Lee, number one, um, Perry Jones. I think it's someone that's gonna be flying under the radar. He'll be fighting for a spot, and yeah. he'll be fighting for a spot. But I, I think he's he's someone that can. Really make a difference on the squad, um, height wise, and I don't know. Amir, anything Amir Johnson gives, I guess it's I guess it's a bonus. I, I'm not too. I'm not a big fan of Amir oh, Johnson. Man, not big not on higher. Amir. Not I'm big. very high on Amir Johnson. Not, I liked yeah. that signing immediately when I heard it. Yeah, me too. Uh, he's a he's a player, but the one guy I'm looking at, which I think a lot of Celtics fans are, is Marcus Smart. See where he is in his progressions. See what ha- see how he developed in his off season, because. You know, as much as we're saying Sullen just fight for a starting spot, like we talked earlier, Marcus Smart's got to prove himself before they're handing over the reins. So that's going to be something I'm definitely looking forward to. 
Well, I mean, there's one thing's for for certain this year. Outside of Cleveland, I think the East is more wide open this year than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yo, but those Knicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch out for the Knicks. That rookie man, you know, oh, he's gonna poor Zingy. Who you been who you been talking to? Uh, Spike Lee there, buddy. <laughs> poor Zingy sounds like no, uh, even, even Stephen A is giving up on the Knicks. Poor I mean, Zingy we talked like briefly. We talked briefly about. It. I mean, which. What teams got have gotten significantly better? I mean, if we're talking about the top uh, tier. Uh, the Eastern Miami, Conference. Miami has gotten better. No, no, but got, if we're talking about paper, the top, on, top tier, on paper, Miami. All right, all right. Okay. Eastern Conference overall, Miami, Miami. Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee's gotten better. If I like Milwaukee, if Rose comes Chicago, back, no, if Rose comes back from I'll, no, but if I'll Rose comes back, Chicago's done, man. No, 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 no. You know why? Because they're they're like a Jimmy Butler. Their roster hasn't really changed. Yeah, they made it. They made it last year. Without a, Rose, the only right? the only thing though, what's you know, it's remains to be seen is how Fred Hoiberg coaches. Yeah, uh, he's that's a, a big question mark. He's an a big interesting guy. Okay, yeah. those it, are the, the, those two teams and Milwaukee. Uh, wait, you're Milwaukee. forgetting. You're forgetting a team that I think could challenge for the Eastern Crown this year, the Wizards. No. no. What? No, man. Why did ready. you guys hire the Wizards? Losing, they're not ready, man. I, I, I mean, people might, might, you know. You're Paul Pierce. It's Paul Pierce. It's the Paul it's, Pierce it's, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. is. Exactly. People might, say, I, people might say that might not, that might not have been that significant, but that was pretty significant. But I think yeah. I'm, I'm ready to watch who's, John who's, Wall. Who's, who's the starting three now? Yeah. Well, not only that, but I just feel like those those two guys Auto between, Porter, between uh, Bradley Beal and, and John Wall, I mean, they're they're there, obviously. If they're, they can stay healthy. If they can stay healthy, they're, they're significant. They have the best backcourt in, in the uh, Eastern Conference. But there's, there was a handful of games where they just lost towards the end. You well, know? yeah, I think, well, John, you got to remember, John Wall missed, did he miss all of the playoffs or did he? No, he um He, he missed, missed the second round of the playoffs. Half of that, half of that series. Half, yeah, he missed right. half of the second towards round. Towards the end of that you series. You put John Wall in that series. With Pierce making those clutch shots, this is, that may be a different story. Because I'm super high on John Wall. If he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. I think he could he could be one of the top point guards yeah. in the NBA. I just think they have a, there's, a, there's a lot of question marks in that in that front court. Yeah, you know? there's a lot of between Nene, between right. Humphreys. There's and, a reason why why I think Pierce was like, you know what, you know, let this me get team, this team yeah. has a couple of years. Well, before. I was hoping to. If yeah. he came back to Boston, though, damn, we didn't have the team ready for him, man. Ah, oh, no, you don't. But Doc says he was considering it. He, was, he said it was, it was between it was between, uh, between the Celtics and between going back. To, I mean, going to going to his hometown, Valet. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, those those three teams I just mentioned, uh, Milwaukee, right? Um, Brooklyn's, Chicago, Brooklyn's done. Yeah, Brooklyn's take a fork in there. It's Philly, Philly. Okay, New so there's York, a couple of teams that've gotten better. But if you're, if you're looking at the top tier, the Milwaukee. Oh no, we said Milwaukee, Miami, and Chicago, right? And Chicago. Okay. Yeah, those, you got to remember Chicago. But does Chicago really get better though? You said they stay the same. I mean, I think they stay the same. Right? Roster wise, they stay the same, and they were. They were the number one seed, like no number two seed last year, right? right. Well, no, 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 uh, number, no number, three. number three, three. three. Yeah, uh, yeah, the problem, the problem. Well, Atlanta definitely, got Atlanta definitely, caps. Atlanta definitely got worse. I think Atlanta definitely got worse. Why? Because they lost Carroll. No, they just. I think last year was sort of a. You think last year was a fluke? Yeah, I, I think they they're going to be in the playoffs. But right, before we get to, in case you missed it, what that, do you think that, about? They Al? might be. They might be the X factor of the, of the conference. Before we get into, okay. it, before we get into, because you just reminded me about when you brought the the Hawks. Before we get into, um, in case you missed it. What's your thoughts on Al Horford? He's got an expiring deal. Um, there were some talks about Trading the him. Celtics potentially being interested in, in acquiring him. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think that he's someone that can that that would be one of the top guys for the Celtics if um, the Celtics were able to make a deal for him? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's the, he's the real deal. I mean, okay. he's proven it over time, and he's he's still young enough. Because there's a good chance he'll be dealt. Plus, he's Dominican. by the end of the season. You know that? So, I mean... Is that, is that a big plus? I mean, my girlfriend will actually watch the games and root for somebody <laughs> on the Celtics, so... I should go to every game after that. Seriously, she'll buy the Horford jersey. Uh, make my life a lot more enjoyable. But You'll no. probably see him in JP a lot. Yeah, exactly. But seriously, though, I like Horford. I mean, if you're giving me trade poten- you know, potential trade targets, I mean, Horford is 
way high up on that list. You He's know? not higher than Boogie, though. Not Boogie. I mean, come on. No one's on Boogie's level. <laughs> Ducha, Ducha's the spokesman for Boogie. Boogie oh, yeah. Bring Boogie, Boogie to Boston. Right? Right? According yeah. to Ducha, Boogie's the best player in the NBA right now, right? I did never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not put words about. You said you said no one's bigger than Boogie. That's what you said. A trade target, uh, realistic trade target. Okay, okay. I'm about to get thrown under the bus here. Joel, what did we miss? Um, we need to get Joel some music for this. In case, in case, in case you missed it. No. Oh wait, hold on. But before before I get to that, um, weren't you um, going to talk about the rookies a little bit more? Like you you, you had. No, we started off the show with that. We started, oh, come on, they're rookies, man. We can't give them too much attention. Yeah, you gotta. They need to earn their role. Yeah, they gotta earn their earn their playing time and this spot on Cosmos. Gotta earn their keep. I mean, well, I guess, like I said, I think I think yeah. Rozier can be your your. Uh, I almost said Gabe Pruitt. He could be your Gabe pressy. Pruitt? He could be your pressy. <laughs> Dude, I haven't heard that name. I just don't bring up Kendrick Brown. I think he can be Is your, that his name? Kedrick. Kedrick Brown. Sorry, Kendrick. Lamar. He can be your pressy. The other three are going to be making trips back and forth from to Maine. Yeah, we can. which isn't a bad thing. You know, by the end of the season, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Maybe R.J. Hunter, you know, can can be a, a someone that comes in with someone when with someone in the backwards in foul trouble and, and knock down some some threes for you because the guy can shoot. I mean, no, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm still under the he's, assumption he's that, that he can shoot. I'm still under the assumption that that Danny couldn't make a deal that night and the Celtics just drafted whoever. No, I don't think no, so. that's what man. I think. No, I think they're huge in Rozier and I think they're. Uh, they like. I think that they liked RJ Hunter, and they were surprised that Jordan Mickey was still available in the second round. I think that's how it, it played out. Yeah. Well, but obviously they were a little bit disappointed because he really wanted that. That what was the ninth pick. The, yeah. The ninth pick. He, he was upset that he couldn't strike a deal for. Yeah. For that pick. It's all good though. I mean, who, I forget who went ninth, but um, that would have been. I mean, I he was, was willing to give up a lot for that. Yeah, pick, so. I wouldn't have given up what they would get. No. What they would have had to give no, up. No, I wouldn't. I'm pick. almost no happy he didn't do that. Yeah. Or they didn't accept his his trade offer. Okay, uh, in case you missed it, um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but Derek Rose, he underwent surgery to repair a left orbital fracture in his uh, face. And still no timetable when he will. In the face. Still no timetable (laughs) when he will return to the Bulls, but everyone's optimistic that he will be available opening night. No, no, I'm not optimistic. No, he's not going to be available opening night. Absolutely not. That guy's a friggin'. He, I, I believe opening, it. Opening night. He's going to be there opening night. He's going to rock one of those black masks or whatever, like like LeBron wore when he didn't have to. He'll probably, he'll he wore probably, for like a month. No, he'll probably wear the glasses like Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller said he, he said it. Like, no, wear the glasses. He Forget needs, the mask. He needs to go out on the court in a wheelchair. Wear the dark like Phantom of the Opera to, mask. Yeah, wear the, no, no, no. He's no. going to rock that, dude. He's going to rock that, I'm telling you. He needs no. to play wheelchair basketball. But the, re- the reason why I bring him up real quick, even though he's not a member of the Celtics, but, you know, in case you missed it, it's all about the NBA in right, general. Right, around the league. Similar, similar um, injuries or players that sustained you know in the last couple of years facial injuries facials facials I, I said injuries i didn't say facials swaying get your, get your damn head out of the gutter no mike miller during the during the playoffs last year same thing mike yeah. connelly yeah mike connelly sorry mike connelly too mike miller was not playing sorry, sorry. oh yeah was, you know what no no, no i'm thinking of, clear. he could have broken every bone i'm his thinking body like two years ago yeah that guy's taped together and he's still playing dude. he's back for another season <laughs> mike connelly my bad um shout out to mike miller but uh, Mike Conley Shout out. had R. a, uh, had a uh, that's messed up, man. You gonna uh, kill him? No, just uh, basketball career. Let but, him finish, Sean. Uh, Jeez, right, my bad. <laughs> Russell Russell Westbrook also <laughs> suffered a similar uh, injury in uh, late February. He missed a couple couple of weeks there. Right. Um, was pro- at the time was probably MVP, you know, leading MVP candidate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of messed him up. Yeah. And uh, old friend Rajon Rondo, who got kneed in the face by his own teammate. 
and was out for a few oh, games. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good sign when you get knee in the face by your own teammate. <laughs> it was but, out for about two weeks. What do these people have in common? They've actually been able to stay on the court. Longer than Derrick Rose? Yes. So I, I have zero expectations. Victor Victor Oladipo, too, was another one. So right. this, this got to be it for Rose. Yeah. Huh? This is no, but, no, but the, the point is, the point is, they came back. Players came back within, except for Mike Conley. Yes. Yeah. Their team got knocked out. But right. they all came back within two to three weeks. So it is possible. It is possible. but It is possible. But it's Rose. Let's put the dirt on him. I mean, he's done. I think he's done. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted him to come back so bad last year. I mean, at, at this I'm point done, of his career, you might as well just just save him and get the most you can get out of him when it comes to playoff time because he did he did perform last last just year sit him the entire regular season well not he, the entire season but i mean like <laughs> have him have him play like 45 games no, max have 50 play, games have him play 10 max. games in april and have, then put him in the playoffs That's tell, it. tell tell somebody to punch him in the face during practice or yeah. every, every, like every couple of weeks keep breaking that oral bone <laughs> i mean there's a reason why they brought back kirk heinrich i mean he's no, 50 but, games tops. I'm playing well, Derrick Rose if I'm if also, I'm leading the Bulls. They also got Aaron Brooks. You know, he's he's right. on, he's, in, he's under contract for this year and next. Let me ask so. you. And this, that team that question. team proved that they can finish top three without Rose. Let for me ask you this the question. Majority of the season. Would right, you right. trade Avery Bradley for Derrick Rose straight up? No, absolutely. Not. That's how far he's fallen off. That's, oh yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yes. Right. That was a good one. If if I asked I that like, question two years ago, yeah, people would be that wouldn't even be an option. Yeah. Now. No, I'm not giving up Avery Bradley for Derrick Rose. No, see, he's done. Well, well, in case you missed it, um, Celtics are taking off for Europe. And no, 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 part two, back. facing Mil- uh, Milan. What is it? Olympiana, Olympiana, Milan, Milano. Milano. And then Milan. they're playing. Um, We're very cultured here. <laughs> yeah. They're playing. Real, they're playing Real Madrid too. They're going to Spain. They're playing Real Madrid. <laughs> what, as well. what the hell is that team called? And then they're playing Real Madrid. Yeah, they're playing Real. <laughs> yeah, they're playing Real, Real yeah. on Thursday. Oh, they're not, playing soccer. Not the soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked my dad, who's a he's a big Real Madrid fan. Soccer yeah. team. He's like, Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, the soccer team. I'm like, who are you, you going to root for? He goes, Man, I like the soccer team. I don't know about the basketball team. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm going to go with the Celtics. I'm not going to go with Real Madrid against the Celtics. So that, that's, that's, so, that's all we got for uh, the first, in case you missed it, of the 2015-2016 season. Oh, well yeah. done. Well done, Joel. Hey, one thing I noticed about me today, too, man, these guys are – that chemistry is, is, is forming already, man. These I guys are I can tell close. by some of the video that came out, man. Yeah, man, they're good. Joking around, they're dancing. They had like a dance-off competition. They're young guys, man, they're, they're hungry, well, ready they're, to go. James Young says he's the best dancer on the team. No, so he I, was challenged. No, nah, wasn't Marcus Smart saying that too? That's the challenger. No. Them two. They, oh, they that's say, the challenger. Yeah, and and uh, if you guys didn't notice, uh, Jared Sanders' new hairdo, Marcus Smart said that he stole it from him. Um, stole his style. Stole his style. Swagger jacket. Swagger jacket. So hey, this trip, <laughs> this trip could make them even. <laughs> I think they can, they can get it. Hashtag swagger jacking. They'll, they'll be even closer. You know what I mean? There's going to be a close-knit group, and I think this team's going to be a fun team to watch. I think there's no question about that, regardless of how they finish. Well, I mean, like I, like we talked about before, the East is wide open. The Celtics can make a lot of noise, much more than they did last year. And, you know, Danny is all up to Danny if he wants to make a move or two. I mean, oh, he's yeah. got the pieces, and he's got no long-term contracts that are holding him down. So Not that I trust him or anything like that. But, you know. Trader Dan, I think everyone on this team is tradable. Yeah. If you're Danny Ainge. Mm-hmm. No question. Even Isaiah. Even Isaiah. Whoa. Even Isaiah. Even Isaiah. That's some bold talk, he's guys. A, I mean, he's only making six mil this year, six mil for the next two, three years. Hey, if you can trade Isaiah Thomas or Al Horford, I'd do that in a second. You know, even you know, even someone like like Lee, he's got an expiring contract, fifteen mil. Yeah, uh, we shall see. Go ahead, Sean. Um, Wrap it up. All right. So I don't. I don't get nothing. Guys. <laughs> I thought, we, I thought, I we thought you were done. signing off there. That, that's what that no, was. No, I thought we were sort of like This done, is like, where you kind of like wrap it up. Like, all right, you, guys. We're gonna, okay. We're gonna, you forget yeah, how yeah. this goes at the end because you wrap well, it up. Well, you go, all right, guys. Well, all right, guys. Well, I that's thought you it. wanted This is you, man. Go ahead. Check us out on CausewayStreetBlog.com. Right. There we go. That's you what I was looking for. You can see everything there. 
at Causeway Street. And what else on, we got? On, on Twitter, Twitter. On Twitter and... And... Facebook and... On Instagram and then... Oh, I forget too. The brand new Snapchat account. You can see... You can catch us I'm recording right now, guys. Say, say hi to Snapchat World. Officially on the Snapchat. So, uh, guys, check us out. Catch you on the flip side, guys. Peace. Peace.